Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I had a very interesting email from a listener who asked this question, and he's a member of a multi-generational and very close family. And he said one of his family members is refusing to be vaccinated. Interestingly, though, the rest of the family has been vaccinated or is about to be vaccinated, and he's curious just how much of a threat or danger the refusing-to-be-vaccinated member of the family poses to the rest of the family who have been vaccinated at least once. Dr. Isaac Bogosh joins us, infectious diseases specialist at Toronto General Hospital, associate professor in the Department of Medicine at the University of Toronto. Dr. Bogosh, thank you very much for the call. I thought, when I got that email, I thought, this is a very interesting comment on where we are as far as the battle with COVID is concerned. A year ago, we wouldn't have asked the question about someone being or refusing being vaccinated while the rest of the family has been. But here we are. And how do you assess this particular email, this question? Yeah, in general, I mean, if we're dealing with a family, let's just make up a number and say there's, I don't know, eight people in the family and everyone's fully vaccinated except for one person. Well, guess what? The other seven people in the family who are fully vaccinated have significant protection. So even if this person walks in with a raging COVID-19 infection, obviously we hope that person does well. Uh, We know the vaccines are really good. Some of those eight people might get COVID but they might not know it. Others might get COVID and have mild symptoms. It would be unusual for those who are fully vaccinated to get infected and have a severe outcome that would land them in hospital. It can happen. It's just really, really rare. So, you know, obviously we want everyone to get vaccinated, but some people are going to choose not to. Okay. Uh, As long as others around them are vaccinated, they'll be much better protected. But of course, not nothing in this life, even before COVID is 100 or 0%. So it's not full protection. Right. It is, though, an interesting email. And, and it is def- definitely a sign of the times of where we are. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we hear this all the time. Some people are jumping in with two feet to get vaccinated. Some people say, you know what, I want to learn a little bit more. And I'm going to give it a few minutes and learn a little bit more about this. And other people are adamant and not going to get vaccinated. Fine. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, People will make a choice. You would never force anyone to do anything they don't want. As long as they're making an informed decision, I'm okay with it. But I think it's also fair to say that if you choose not to get vaccinated, this this virus isn't going anywhere. This is going to be around for a long time. And, you know, at some point, unfortunately, your luck might run out and you're going to get this. And it's just really contagious. It's really contagious. And, And we know it lands people in hospital and... This is avoidable. We know it kills some people, and this is avoidable. So I hope people get the vaccines. We've seen so far that they work. They're safe. They're effective. They protect you. So I hope people make the right choice and get the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, What's your view of Premier Ford's reopening plan? There's been criticism from the opposition parties and and others in the province as it being too slow, cumbersome, and and unfocused. Now, in my introduction of you, I didn't mention that you're a member, of course, of the the uh, provincial uh, task force, rollout task force for the vaccine. What do you make of this reopening plan? Yeah, great point. So just so everyone's clear, I don't make this reopening plan. I don't work for the province. I'm not the government. uh, So I don't really feel like I have any conflicts. I'm happy to. I have been very vocal criticizing things and other things I praise. This one, honestly, if we approach this with the mindset of, listen, this has got to be the last lockdown we ever have. We cannot overwhelm our healthcare system. We cannot shut down again because of too many cases and hospitals overflowing. 
then this is the right path. Like this will prevent it. It's slow. It's steady. I think what people forget and people who are criticizing that it's too slow don't uh, don't look at the fine print. And if you look at the fine print and if you listen to the words that came out of their mouths during the press conference, they were like, for example, someone said, listen, you're going to you're going to meet that 60 percent vaccine threshold in a matter of days. We probably have already met it right now. And, you know, why why can't we move forward? And and, uh, Minister Elliott said a couple of things. She's like, well, first of all, you have to look at healthcare capacity as well, which is there. You know, your ICUs are still jammed up and you're still getting 2000 new cases per day. But she also said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, if everything looks okay, we can move up these days. There's nothing stopping them from moving up these days. And I like that. It's good to have pragmatic flexibility to move things up and to speed things along. So I think this is a good, I mean, you're never going to make 14 and a half million people happy. I think it's a good framework to work in. There's appropriate flexibility. And it also prevents us from ever having to shut down again. I don't want another lockdown. They're awful. And this prevents it. So I have to ask you a question about vaccines. And so let me ask you a question about AstraZeneca because they're back in the news. Well, they've never been out of the news. Um, and, and now Ontario's okaying AstraZeneca as a second vaccine dose again. Where does AstraZeneca fit into the, into the overall picture? If someone's going for their vaccination and they're saying, I don't want AstraZeneca, I want something else, where does it fit today? Do we know? Great question. Yeah, timely. So for those who had a first dose of an AstraZeneca vaccine, first of all, congrats. You got a good vaccine. We know from data with millions of people from the UK that this is a really, really good vaccine that provides excellent protection against COVID-19. So let's start with that. The second point is, yeah, everyone needs two doses. So let's look in the crystal ball for a second. There's a bit of speculation here, but let's look in the crystal ball. Everyone's going to get two doses. You're either going to, and I think the choice will be yours. You're either going to choose to get a second dose of AstraZeneca, or you can choose to get a dose of an mRNA vaccine, a Pfizer or Moderna. And guess what? And again, a bit of speculation here, but guess what? You're not going to be able to make a wrong choice here. You're not. Whether Some people are diehard. They want to get the second AstraZeneca. Great. Mazel tov. You got a good shot. Some people are going to be diehard saying, I'm not getting that. I'm going to get a Pfizer or Moderna. Great. Mazel tov. You got a good shot. Like, I, I really think that when we're looking back on this two or three years from now, we're going to say both were the right answer. Both are safe and effective. And we can enable people to make a meaningful decision by talking about the pros and cons of either approach, but both will likely be just fine. Okay, one more quick quick question for you. Are you confident that uh, the 16-week wait between the first and the second jab is going to be significantly reduced? I'm, no, 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 I can't look anyone in the eye and tell anyone with 100% certainty that it will. I can look at the numbers of vaccines coming to the country. I can look at the pace of vaccination. And I think it is likely that we will be able to move that up in some people. But that's about as much as I can say. Okay. Well, um, I was going to ask you whether you were playing golf this weekend, but I didn't. I'm watching hockey. (laughs) Go Habs. I don't know, man. I was going to say go Leafs, but either way, as long as hockey's on, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Well, we'll have to to debate that over. What was it? We're going to have a little refreshment and wings one of these days? I know. For the second we're allowed, I'm, I'm heading over to Hamilton and I'll. Uh, well, it's on me. All right. Well, that sounds great. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.